Hello, and welcome back to The Tenth Man. It is Tuesday, March 3rd. This is a special episode. I wanted to do a quick talk about Super Tuesday. The results should actually be coming in about 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time, which is in about an hour from now. So I'm going to try to get this out before any of those results come in. Uh, first results will be coming in from Vermont, actually, which is, of course, Bernie Sanders' uh, state in the Senate. So he is uh, expected to do extremely well there. So no matter what happens, he's going to get off to a good start. So that's good. I wanted to just briefly discuss Super Tuesday, uh, the potential impact, obviously, and uh, just a few of my thoughts. Uh, The last couple weeks, I've really seen and heard a lot of things, uh, some frustrating things from some of the other candidates in the Democratic Party and and just some people, uh, voters and people with opinions on Bernie Sanders and his place in all of this. So, of course, today is a very big day for the primary campaign. There are, I believe, 14 states that are going to be turning in votes today, and over 1,300 delegates are up for grabs, which is about a third of all the delegates that are going to be out there. And it takes 1,991 delegates to secure the nomination. So, of course, it's a significant chunk available today. And I have a few thoughts on the race, where it's at right now. You may have heard already Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, and Tom Steyer have all dropped out of the race. When I first heard that uh, Buttigieg had dropped out, I was extremely excited because he was the third in line. It was Right now it's Bernie Sanders, and then shortly behind is Biden. And then Buttigieg was the next closest, and after him, nobody was even close. I think that Buttigieg had about 25 delegates, Biden has 54, and uh, Bernie has 60. Elizabeth Warren only had eight at the time of of him dropping out. So him dropping out, to me, was a really good thing, a really good indicator of who the frontrunners at this point really are. And I had said last week that I hope that by the end of Super Tuesday, uh, the only two candidates who will still be in the race will be Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. And a lot of that comes from just the concerns that I had mentioned in the last episode regarding the the question that came up in the debate about what do we do if no candidate has the 1,991 required delegates in order to win? What is the process from that point? And Bernie Sanders was the only candidate on stage who said whoever has the most delegates, however much that is, should get the nomination. He, of course, had the lead at that time. All the other five candidates on stage said that they should let the Democratic primary work its process, whatever that is, and in essence, choose its nominee based on its own deciding factors, not the total delegate count. So that being said, I was very concerned that the votes were going to get spread out amongst all the six or seven candidates and Bernie would not be able to get enough delegates, but he he may have the most delegates, but he wouldn't have the number. And then 
some some way or another he would basically get screwed out of the nomination. That was my concern. So with Buttigieg backing out and now Senator Klobuchar also backing out, I I felt like that's really helping to narrow that possibility, particularly with Elizabeth Warren being so far behind. I'm, you know, if she doesn't have a strong showing tonight, it's very likely that she will be dropping out as well. And so my point being, if we get it down to two people, there's a much better chance that Bernie Sanders can actually get the, requ- the required delegates on its own. Now, having said that, the last couple of days, I've rethought that a little bit as uh, Buttigieg and Klobuchar have already come out to endorse Joe Biden, and there's been a plethora of other people uh, jumping on that. Actually, Harry Reid, um, the, the Senate Minority Leader for the Democrats, uh, he came out to support Biden as well. So on the other hand, while, yes, the field is narrowed a little bit, which could be a positive where are all those votes that were going to go to Klobuchar and Buttigieg going to go now? Are they going to go to Biden or are some of their voters going to be kind of disheartened with it and not vote? Or maybe they will go for Bernie Sanders. I'm not sure. But the thing I really wanted to talk about, having said all that, is I'm really concerned about where the Democratic Party is going. You know, I can't help but think back to 2000. Uh, Ralph Nader was running as an independent. Now, now Ralph Nader's politics are, in a lot of ways, quite similar to Bernie Sanders. And I actually liked Ralph Nader a lot. And I was young. I mean, I couldn't vote at the time. I was 15. But from what I knew of him, I liked him. And I didn't quite see it that way, uh, that he was a, a, quote, spoiler for Al Gore. However, as I got a little bit older, started learning more about the political process, I did come to the conclusion that he probably did have an impact on that election, uh, considering how close the final vote, uh, the popular vote was extremely close. And of course, we know the story in Florida, uh, um, the, the Supreme Court of Florida stepping in and deciding who the victor was and whoever won Florida became the president in that particular race. It all came down to Florida. So I get it with Nader. I understood the backlash against him potentially spoiling the election for Al Gore. And I even remember in uh, 2004, uh, Michael Moore was on Bill Maher's show um, and they had Ralph Nader on the show and both Uh, Michael Moore and Bill Maher, who are both very progressive Bernie Sanders supporters now, um, they both were begging. They were literally begging Nader to drop out and not to run. And of course, he did run again. It's less likely that he impacted the election that time. But my point here is that I remember very vicious backlashes against Ralph Nader for doing what he did. And I understand that. I really do because we lived through 8 years of a Bush administration and I won't get too heavy on my opinions on that, but uh, the people that know me 
know that there, I was well known for going on my own little rants about my thoughts on that. So I get it. Where I'm finding myself feeling really frustrated now is in this election cycle and the last election cycle in 2015 when uh, Bernie Sanders first announced he was running, I have heard so much of the same kind of hate towards him for the idea of him stealing votes from Hillary Clinton or today whoever the other potential candidate for the Democratic Party might be. Now, my problem here is that, of course, Bernie Sanders did not run as a third party. When I found out in 2015 that he was intending to run as a Democrat, I was excited. I was ecstatic because I'm thinking he's he's doing the, the right thing. He's not splitting the party up. He's running as a Democrat because he's always caucused with the Democrats in the Senate. And obviously, if you look at his record, his politics align much more closely than uh, towards the Democrats. He's, he's more to the left, but obviously he's closer to them, much closer to Democrats than to Republicans. So when I found out that he was going to be running as a Democrat, I thought that was great. And I thought nobody can really hold it against him now because whatever happens, he's not splitting the vote. He's not coming in the general election the way Nader did and being a candidate on the ballot. With all these big officials in the Democratic Party suddenly coming out to endorse Biden days before Super Tuesday, it really does make me feel like the Democratic establishment does not have any interest in adopting Bernie Sanders into their party. I really would like to see a strong third party emerge, maybe a Democratic Socialist, I'm not sure, not a Libertarian, not Green Party, not a no party preference, and not a person trying to be a Democrat, but not actually being embraced as a Democrat. I would like to see a strong, viable third party in this country. And the reason why I am getting to where I would like to see a strong third party on the ballot is that clearly the Democratic establishment does not have an interest in taking in a Bernie Sanders into their, embracing him into their party. Even though in my mind, his is the future. His policies are where this country is going. And for whatever reason, the Democrats want to stop that. They're all jumping in, just like in 2016. In 2016, I was getting pamphlets in the mail from the DNC endorsing Hillary Clinton, while Bernie Sanders was still very much in the race. And I thought that was inappropriate then. I think it's inappropriate now. I... I mean, I know I'm biased as a Bernie supporter, but, you know, you keep hearing this about unity, right? Unifying the Democrats against Trump. We need a strong Democratic Party to unify, and it's all about beating Trump. And yet all the negativity I hear is towards Bernie Sanders, and it's about keeping him out. And it's trying to paint this picture that Bernie Sanders wants to tear down the Democratic Party. Mayor Pete, 
Those are his own words. When it's been quite the opposite. He doesn't even run negative ads. There's so much negativity coming out against him, but he doesn't go after candidates. He goes after policies. He has his own ideas and both he and his ideas are just not embraced by the Democratic establishment. So whatever happens this go around, I think that's definitely something that could be could be in the future. And I'll just leave it at that. But you can't deny how much of a movement Bernie Sanders has stirred up. And that's why I think now, more than 20 or 30 years ago, there really is a strong potential for a third party emerging. or Maybe the whole dismantling of the Democratic and Republican establishment and coming up with a whole new two-party system. Because with Trump over the last now almost four years and what's going on with, within the Democratic Party, whether we want to be progressive or liberal, maybe it's time for a whole makeover. Definitely a makeover uh, within the Republican Party. I think with everything that's happened with Trump um, – they're going to have some serious long-term uh, changes, uh, to put it to put it uh, simply. But those are my thoughts going into Super Tuesday. I hope that Bernie has a strong showing. But as I've said before, I will vote for whoever the Democratic candidate ends up being. And I think that uh, most people that I've talked to feel the same way. Bernie Sanders certainly very strongly endorsed Hillary Clinton once he dropped out of the race. And I'm sure he would, he would strongly campaign for whoever becomes the candidate, but I don't believe that he's being afforded that same kind of respect. It's unfortunate. All I can really hope is that Bernie Sanders gets a fair shot at this and is able to have a legitimate showing and whoever wins is the legitimate winner and yes at the end of the day beating Donald Trump is the most important thing to me and Bernie Sanders has consistently beaten Trump in all the polls so thank you again for listening I'll be talking to you very soon and I will be closely watching the results as they come in tonight and hopefully next time I talk I will have some good news going on politically anyway thanks again for listening I will talk to you again very soon remember don't be afraid to question the consensus <laughs> <laughs>